Hey guys, awesome episode today. We get through tons of emails. A girl's dating her dad's employee, an ID predicament, and how to DM. Check it out, enjoy, share with friends. Welcome to the J Train Podcast. This is J Train, Jared Freed, coming to you live from Harlem, New York City. We're here every Tuesday and Friday with your emails, your stories, your questions. I say it every episode. Let me say it again. Thank you for listening. Thank you for telling a friend. This keeps growing every week. Holy MRFNS. It's getting bigger and bigger, and that's because of you, the listener, letting people know, telling your friends and coworkers. That's how it works, baby. You listen to the show. You enjoy the show. You make it your Instagram story. Let me repeat myself. You make it your Instagram story. Snap, Snapchat, sh- snapshot that. Make it your Instagram story. And then a friend looks and goes, what? what's this J-Train character? And then you say, you got to listen. Give it a shot. Try out this episode. I like this one specifically. And you send them the link and we get on our way. And that's how it goes, people. Just a cir- the circle of feathering. Right, Shelby? Circle of life. Circle of feathers. That's right. And if you're listening at home, it's me and classic Shelb. We're doing an alone episode. Just the boys. Just the boys. We're turning the house lights down. We're going to go through a ton of emails today. It's going to be email after email. We're just going to pop them off, right? Like champagne. That's right. So we're going to pop the champagne. We're going to get it going today. Shelby here on the ones and twos. I'm here. Um, I was just in Seattle. What a town. Shelby, you have some Seattle connections, don't you? I grew up in Portland, Oregon. Same thing to me. Oh, definitely. Uh, <laughs> so I, uh, Rainy, Birkenstock. It, you know what it is? I, I had such a great time. Like, I, so I was at University of Oregon. We're taping um, How Low Will You Go? If you haven't watched How Low Will You Go yet, go look at it. It's a four-minute video that's fun and high energy. It's, it's like this show. It's just fun and stupid and doesn't take itself too seriously. There's graphics all over it, and people do stupid shit. We turned a guy into a duck. I got to shoot, I got to shoot a feather rifle. That's like the dream. That is the dream. It's almost too on the nose. It's, it's like they knew. It was it was weird because I they go they go, well, yeah, they were gonna shoot a gun with feathers in it. And I was like, What? <laughs> um, can I shoot it? And they were like, Well, uh, I was like, please. Let me do this. This is so on brand. This is, I need, and it's so funny when you're like, people are like, do it for the gram. Like, it's kind of like a joke. And I'm like, I need this picture of me shooting a feather gun. In, in case other apps are invented, I need this. <laughs> yes, I need, I need this for future apps. I need this for my kids to see. When they go, how'd you spend your late 20s, early 30s? Well, I talked about my nuts being feathered and I once shot a feather gun. I can't go this far, mention the word feather this many times yeah. without doing this. You're absolutely I'll never get another right. chance. Uh, when will I have another chance? And so if you haven't watched it, go. And, and some people, the response, I, <laughs> it's so funny that like I get put in the position of when you do comedy or you do anything that you're putting yourself out there, you have to hear the negativity. So 
I know what the negativity is. Oh, I deleted Snapchat because of Kendall Jenner. Or I, 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 oh, I don't use Snapchat anymore. Oh, I'm too old for Snapchat. Well, stop it. I put out the link on Instagram stories. Use the link. It takes you to Snapchat. You might find something you like and you didn't even know you had. And just do it. While you're sexting on it. You're yeah. going to have some pauses in that. Watch uh, the show. Go to the Discover page. You can search How Low You Go. It comes up every Tuesday. And, and you know what? You know, to be honest, it's keeping the, you know, it's keeping the, the feathers flying in the, in the J-Train household. You know, they're paying some bills here. Come so, on, people. Come on, people. You're helping Papa JT, the king of brunch. You'll listen to this. The it's, father of feathers. It's an hour, hour 15. Yeah. Hopping over to Snapchat. Four extra minutes. You got, you, that's how long your poop is. So, listen... Uh, hello, we go. I'm going. Uh, oh, this comes out after I will have already been at Penn State. I'll have already been at Cleveland, and then I'll already have been in Dallas for the live you up. Thank you for everyone who came in advance. Also, I'm sure those shows were great because we did a show in Seattle. That show, unreal. Everyone was so great. 150 people on a Sunday night. No one's doing that. You guys, you know, it, it is. Uh, it's. I got to thank you guys. It, not a lot of comics at the level I am at. And yes, there are levels to these things. You know, I, I kind of think of comedy as like a, you know high school, and I'm like a like a you know like I'm a, f- a rising freshman or some shit. But I I you know the my peers and stuff. You know, it's nice that I can go somewhere on a Sunday in in Seattle, and it's worth it to everybody. I can I can go there and you know make a little bit of money, and you guys can go there and have a great laugh and people you know what's cool is you guys a lot of you don't know me for stand-up you came here for a podcast and you're like oh i love this show um but what i do for stand-up is a totally different thing that i've been working on for eight years so it's not like i just did stand-up because there's some some audience here a lot of people get into stand-up because they're like oh i can sell tickets on the road i'll just do it we know those people they're they're plenty but they're out there but that's a brutal show I've been doing this, you know, working on this every night for eight years now. And it's like it's cool to see uh, people be like, wow, this was fun. This was I didn't know it would be as good as it was. So, I, you know, it's something I've worked on a lot. So it's really nice that people come there saying to their friend, this guy talks about feathering his nuts a lot. And I think he's kind of funny. You should come with me. Then they come and they have we have a great time together talking about dating and weight shit and fucking making fun of people in the crowd. And it's fun. So if you guys are out there and you're in the Chicago area, Chi town, one of my favorite Seattle rose up the ranks for me. That place felt like a place I would want my nuts feathered. Dewey, cool on the water. Very, uh, woodsy. Not as much uh, pouring rain as like a mist. A mist. And I was there on maybe top 10 days of the year. Like it was beautiful. You could see everything. There was no, no rain the day I was there. It was, it, they were, people were telling me like, you don't understand. This is like a big day. Like you're, you're killing it today. You have a perfect weather. So I was out in the water drinking beers. Cra- you know, it made you want to have a craft beer. They're famous for them. It was in a coffee. I wanted to really shit my brains out. So I, um, I'm going to be in Chicago where, listen, I've been there before. I'm nervous because now it's the comeback. We sold out a bunch of shows in Chicago, and they're like, come back, please, Papa JT, the Wizard of Haas. we got to bring your bag of laughs with you. And I'm like, okay, let's do it. I think they can pull it off. I think we can pull it off. So heard it's the second biggest J Train city. This is what I've heard too. There's a lot of Chai Town people listening to J Train. So listen, I need you to go to Zany's website or go to my website, jaredfree.com. Uh, 
October 7th through 10th. That's when I'll be at Zany's. That's when I'll be at Zany's. Also, quick plugs. Patreon. I love Patreon because we're doing Coffee with J-Train every Sunday. It's just me going off. It's a little bit like what today's episode is, but we put up a bonus podcast this uh, this week or last week now because we're in the future now. Uh, we're in the future. Woo! So r- right now on your feed, it says, what's the name of it? Bonus Coffee with J Train bonus set. So that is the show I do every Sunday for Patreon members. That's three bucks a month, gets you an episode every Sunday. And it's kind of just me going off and complaining about a bunch of shit. But I, you know, it, I mean, that's what I kind of call my stand up. It's, uh, it's, it's, it's uh, worked out complaints. So these are ha- way less worked out complaints, but. That episode specifically was very good. I, I really liked talking about my flight to Oregon, people taking seats that they shouldn't have. Everybody flies. Everybody flies. That's why people got airplane jokes. Uh, then I talked about this girl who reached out to me about helping her cause. And just the, it, it's interesting to me, the, we've lost the etiquette of ha- having people help you for their cause because it's so easy to ask. Look at Facebook. Facebook, it's too easy to, for you to be go, oh, I'll, I'll, I'll look like a hero and have people give to a cause I don't give a shit about. I need you to really have a cause that you like spend part of your week on instead of something you really want to do for me to give money to it. Every, I, they, I only use Facebook now to post like pod promotion on sure. their pages, but I log on and every time it's a birthday... It's always like, oh, you can give to this for my birthday. No, and, and nobody's the, doing and that. And the, the thing about, listen, it's tough to judge someone on where they give their money. You, you know, don't count the money in other people's wallets. That, you, that's not a good habit to get into. Pocket watching. Pocket watching. Don't get into that. And what these things do is they makes it too easy. I don't know how much you care about the cause, so how much should I care about the cause? I should, you know, if you put up those Facebook things, there should be a video of you waking up early on Sundays to go do it. Then I'll help. Then I'll be more committed. So we talk about that on Coffee with J-Train. Go check out the bonus office episode because it's it's there. It's free. Um, and then give Patreon a chance. Patreon.com slash Jared Freed. Every Sunday you get an episode of that. Hello, we go. We talked about that. Patreon. Uh, we talked about that. Laughable. We love Laughable app. Um, I'm, a, I'm a fan of podcasts. So go download the Laughable app. Uh, to find other podcasts, you can find other ones that I've been on. If you if you've heard me talk, if you're going right now, what's laughable? Put it into your app store. It's a free app. Just type in laughable and then go dance around the the app. So um, I'm very excited to do a, a a turn down the lights episode. Just just me and uh, Sh- Shelby hanging here. That's right. Turn up the music. Just the fellas. Just the fellas. Podcast at gmail.com Oh yeah Get those nuts out Cause we're gonna feather you to death So much feathering So many emails Tell a friend Wizard of Haas The Climax are gonna make you climax every five seconds in this podcast. Up in this bitch. JTrainPodcast at gmail.com. Let's get to the emails. You ready, Shelby? 
Never been more ready. Let's do it. You sound it. I like it. Before we get started, uh, we are sponsored people. This episode, Brooklinen. Love Brooklinen. I'm feet away from my bedroom where my Brooklinen sheets are just waiting for me, calling to me. Silky smooth. Jared. <laughs> Those are them. They have a very high voice. Lay on me. I'll be there later, baby. Miss you. Oh, I'll see you soon, Brooklinen. Thank you. So listen, I love Brooklinen.com, Brooklinen.com, Brooklinen.com. They're the fastest growing betting company in the betting. They're the fastest growing betting brand in the world. Over 20,000 five-star reviews. Talk about the incredible feeling of fancy hotel sheets. I'll talk to you about it. I stay in hotels every week. Right now, these are hotel quality. They make you want to stay in your own place as opposed to the hotel. Am, am I in a Marriott or in my own place? We don't even know anymore. So listen, I love Brooklyn and they're based in Brooklyn. They're not your typical New Yorkers. They live in the city that never sleeps, yet they're committed to bringing you the best sleep ever. So they were founded in 2014, husband and wife team. They got Their method is to take out the middleman. They keep things personal just between them and the customer. So this, this is the new world of purchasing. You're going to get a great product without having to spend the money on the people's rent to pay to sell their product. You don't have to pay for Bed Bath & Beyond. You don't have to pay for Bloomingdale's. Let them send it directly to you. Let the mailman work for you. So listen, my Brooklyn sh linen sheets are really the best, most comfortable I've ever got. Also, they come in a great box. I love how all these companies have good boxing now. So they'll put it in a nice box with good detergent. It's detergent you wouldn't buy because you're like, that's too fancy. I'm not French. But today you get to be French. Because you take those sheets, you pop them in the washing machine, you put in the nice detergent that they give you, you, you freshen up, you get yourself showered up, you make the bed, and then it's like, uh, it's like living in your own spa. Because these are unbelievable shots. So uh, sheets. So Brooklinen.com is giving an exclusive offer for just my listeners. $20 off and free shipping when you use promo code JTRAIN. That's promo code JTRAIN at Brooklinen.com. Brooklinen is so sure you'll love your new sheets. They offer a, a risk-free 60-night satisfaction guarantee and lifetime warranty on all their sheets and comforters. Listen, people, that's how good they know they are. They're not going to like just, just, they'll say to you, try them. You won't be back. You're not going to return these things. The only way to get $20 off and free shipping is to use promo code JTRAIN at brooklinen.com. That's B-R-O-O-K-L-I-N-E-N.com. Promo code JTRAIN. Brooklinen.com. 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 Promo JTRAIN. Promo JTRAIN. Promo JTRAIN. Brooklinen, these really are the best sheets ever. Let's do some emails. You ready, Shelby? Let's do it. Help. I'm dating my dad's uh, work colleague, and neither of them know. This is juicy. <laughs> Hi, Jared. <laughs> I, I, the crowd is going crazy. Uh, they've been quiet so far, but they, they're here. The crowd is here. Thank you. It's, it's, it's really cool that they come out to support on an alone Turn Down the Lights episode. Hi, Jared. Barcelona female listener here. I'm going to get straight to the point. Barth. Barcelona. Penelope Cruz. Uh, that's who it is. A few weeks ago, I was with my dad pulling out money from the ATM and a really good looking guy walked outside the bank branch and greeted my dad. They exchanged a few friendly words. When the cute guy left, my little sister asked my dad who was him. There's some language. We get, you know, there's some Rosetta Stone writing in this. And I can't speak any language. <laughs> yeah, so. so we got issues More here. power to you. My, my dad replied, he is Jorge. <laughs> we 
we're going to play some Spanish music behind this. We need Spanish music to get, because this is, I mean, I never saw this podcast getting to Barcelona. I used to have a Spanish teacher in high school that was, is this, okay. (laughs) I don't know if this is Spanish, is it? It's siesta. It's a little, okay, ready? A few weeks ago. I was with my dad pulling out money from the ATM. It was a really good-looking guy walked outside the bank branch and greeted my dad. They exchanged a few friendly words. When the cute guy left, my little sister and my dad asked, Who is him? My dad replied, He is Jorge. He is quite new in the bank and comes from Madrid. Really nice. Really intelligentsia. <laughs> Literally one hour later, I was swiping on Tinder. We don't have Hinge or Bumble here. And I saw him. I took a screenshot and sent it to my sister to confirm it was actually him before swiping right. We matched instantly, and he sent me a message right away. We quickly moved to the chat to WhatsApp. Very European. WhatsApp. Intelligentsia. Unbelievable. uh, And texted for three weeks, pretty much every day before we went on a date, which happened last night. Dinner, beer, walk home, make out at the front door. We both said we wanted a second one because... It went really well. I added the I. That was a little creative liberty that I took. The thing is, all this time I thought he knew who I was, but now I'm starting to think he didn't recognize me and has no clue I'm his boss's daughter. I thought he knew basically because one, matched on Tinder one hour after we saw each other. Two, I have my Instagram linked and my username is name plus surname. And not a common surname. Surname, this is so European. Oh my. I feel like, I feel so smart and educated. Don't you feel good? She probably like, uh, how'd she find this podcast? (laughs) How's she listening to this? What is she tell? Tell more people. I want to go to Barcelona. Barcelona. I thought we made a surname in Spain and obviously um, the same as my dad. Three, I messaged him on WhatsApp and my name is also my full name. Neither of us has mentioned anything about it. Plus, my dad is the regional director of La Banco. El Banco? La Banco? I don't know. La Biblioteca. La Biblioteca. So basically, he'd be dating his boss's daughter and might not be okay with it. How should I bring this up without looking crazy? Do you think he knows who I am, but he's just not mentioning it? Thanks a bunch. I'd love to hear your insights. Well, this is an amazing email. Um, I love that the music stopped right on cue. It was too perfect. It was too perfect. This is, this is, what do they call this? Uh, Coincidente. Coincidente in, in, in Espanole. Um, what do you think, Shelby? El mi padre can never find out of. <laughs> I think you gotta, I, I do think he knows. I, I know she thinks guys are really good at playing dumb to get themselves laid. So, so I'll tell, I mean, I've told this story before, but I'll, I'll, I'll repeat it for, for this instance. We just won't fuck up our own fucking. Guys are really good at that and really good at ignoring um, emotional intelligence that you think we don't have. Guys are, you know, I'm, I'm, the, we live, all of us are protected by uh, the stereotypes that we're, we live in so as a dude who's like you know who calls himself j train i can always get away with oh i i didn't even notice that you you were that i said that i was really into this date tonight like i can act like a dummy 
Um, this guy is acting like a dummy. One time I dated this girl and I had uh, the dove. One time I was dating this girl and I had uh, deodorant. I talked about this at a live show. I had deodorant and she, I had the dove female deodorant. The only reason I had it is because that was the last one left in the store and I needed, I was on the road. I actually, I'm in this position now. I need new deodorant and I need to pick it up at the airport when I, cause I'm, I can't get it. You know, I got to wait either for Amazon or I got to get new shit. So I, I, I was at, I went out to get deodorant. I got the female deodorant cause that was all I had left. I actually ended up liking the smell. Dove has nice. If it's kind of like more D it's more baby powder ish. So I started using it. Then I started dating this girl and she was like, she saw the female deodorant in my bag and was like, you have the dove female deodorant. And I was like, yeah. And even before I could like explain, she goes, I use the male dove deodorant. <laughs> exactly. And and like to her, she was I could see how much this meant to her. It was a kismet. Like, oh, the the Disney the Disney deodorant dream lives on. A match made in smelling. Yeah, exactly. So I just went, oh wow, yeah, I just like the smell. Like I just went with it. Cause why would I swim upstream to a blowjob? So this is kind of what I'm talking about with him. He is blissfully ignoring this happy coincidence. He knows he saw you at the La Banco ATM. He saw you on, he's seen your surname. He saw you on, so I think he's ignoring it. And I do think it's worth bringing up. Like, you got to say something. Yeah, it's not like, oh, this is uh, my 16-year-old daughter. Like, yeah. she's of, he could just, oh, I didn't. I didn't remember he, a he meeting could, at the ATM, he, huh? Yeah, he could be blissfully naive to her dad, but he doesn't have to do that to you. You guys can have fun, like, sneaking around uh, behind Poppy's back. But don't... I, I, I don't think... You have to include him in that because lies lead to other lies. That's the problem with lying, is that you don't just lie once. You lie to cover up the lie and then to cover up that lie. And then now you're sitting, you're trying to figure out, now you're in a relationship built on lies. So what I would do if I were her, I would say, hey, uh, I, we're already, because now the longer it goes, the more <laughs> it's tougher to say something too. And one wrong message or show up at the wrong time, the whole thing comes down like a house of cards. Exactly. And, and so right now, she writes, uh, do you think he knows who I am or is just not mentioning? He's not mentioning it. How should I bring this up without looking crazy? You're, what you have to remember is you're not the crazy one in this situation. You're saying, holy shit, you should do this. You should act like you just realized. Like you just realized. Hey, I would text him, you know, uh, hey, senor. <laughs> I, I, I was just looking. I know this is, I, you call it the crazy then you talk about the crazy. So I was just on, um, I was just thinking back to when we met. So you, you just say, make it seem like it just happened. So, hey, I was, uh, my dad just brought you up and I didn't realize, and then I realized how I remembered your face in the first place. I met you at that ATM that day. And he'll go, ay, 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 Poppy. Oh, really? Oh, my God. I did meet you. He'll play along. Porque el te amo, <laughs> Banco. Shelby wants some pork. Um, so I, I, I just think you have to bring it up like you just figured it out. 
and then you just put it on him to because he'll two options there. He'll play with you and go, oh my god, that was you at the ATM. This is weird. Do we mention it to your dad? Hey, the, and then you guys can discuss how you take care of the dad. Hey, then you guys can have this fun little tryst behind the dad's back. But there's another the 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 bad play from him would go. He could fight it too hard. He could be like, well, I don't know what the fuck you're talking about. I don't. Por qué? Por qué? Qué? <laughs> qué? <laughs> so he, so if he pushes too hard against it, there has to be a moment where you go, you're like, hey, just fucking relax with this shit. If he pushes too hard against it, then that means he re, and then you kind of have to come out with it. Then you have to go, well, where do you work? Oh, I work at El Banco Popular. Well, that's where my dad worked. Do you know blank and blank? <gasps> oh, shit. I do know blank and blank. That's my dad. Then you Now at least it's done. It's out there. But like you have to, I think you two can lie to your dad for a little bit, and this can be sexy and whatever, and then you can work and see how it goes to the point. It might not get to the point where you let your dad know. But at least it's not three parties lying to each other. Now it's just two against one. And then you have your sexy time. Maybe it works out. Maybe you end up saying to your dad, this is, uh, is kind of weird, but we met on a dating app. And then your dad's not going to remember that you met at the fucking ATM. He's got other problems. He He's sees more... ATMs every day. Yeah. He's not going to remember everyone. He's Mr. Head Banker at Banco Popular. He doesn't need this shit. Podcast at gmail.com. Podcast at gmail.com. Hey, JTrain. Love the podcast. I met a guy two years ago after a night out for my birthday. A few friends and I ended up at, my, at a friend's house. I met a guy two years ago after a night out for my birthday. A few friends and I ended up at a friend's house. My friend's neighbor came by. He had been out drinking. and was very much flirting with me. My now ex-boyfriend was there, so naturally I did not reciprocate. I've been thinking about this guy ever since. I'm 27. He's in his 30s. We've run into each other a few times in passing. And I've been added him. I've added him on IG. He added me back, but he barely posts at all. I'm not sure if he remembers meeting me or is interested. Maybe if he thinks I still have the boyfriend. I ran into him outside my friend's place a few weeks ago. He made small talk. I never, I've never pursued a guy before and have some reservations about contacting him. Is it worth casually signing the DMs? Should I let it go? I think with any... There's a lot of women out there who are like, you're living by the rules of your mom. And I think in today's day and age, it's okay to give people the materials to ask you on a date without losing your ladylike presence. You're not wearing a poodle skirt. No, you're going to work. You're making more, if not, you know, the same as this dude uh, or whatever they, what do they say? 25 cents on the dollar. I don't know. I'm not going to get into that, that subject. But time's I, up. What, yeah, time's up. So you know, we're, we're all moving towards equality. And you can still, we can be equal, but also be men and women. I don't think there's anything wrong with that. So let's live in the new age of being a man or a woman. Let's live in the new age of this guy approached you once. Let's look at the facts. You, he approached you once. He put it out there. Maybe he was drunk, but he remembers. You remember the feeling of getting turned down. And then, yeah, she that says, like a knife. She says uh, they've seen each other a couple times yeah. since then. He remembers somebody he hit on. She followed him. He followed back. All of the signs are there. He might not be in. I'm not saying he's in. But don't be afraid to send a DM that says, hey, uh, it was great seeing you a couple weeks ago. I'd love to go out sometime. Let me know if you're free to do drinks. And then 
here's the thing where girls fuck up. Women fuck up because they'll put out that message and then he will give a half-ass response. There's only one response to that that is acceptable. And listen, don't be insulted. You have to read between the lines. You have to, you have, to have some self-responsibility that when you say, hey, it was great seeing you a couple weeks ago. I'd love to get together sometime. Let me know if you're free for drinks. It's your responsibility to read between the lines of him saying no or yes. There's only one answer that's yes. Hey, that's so cool. I would love to get drinks. Uh, I'm around in a couple weeks. How about Tuesday at 9 at La Biblioteca? There's your yes. Yeah. The no is, yeah, let me know when. He just let you. You can't respond a question with a question in that sense. Because a question with a question comes on a dating app when you're trying to get to know each other. A question with a question when you put him at the, put, at the position of, hey, I'm ready for the date. Shit or get off the pot. He can't say, well, I'm going to take a piss instead. You know, like it can't be the middle ground. Because, I mean, I'm that guy. I've said to girls on DM, hey, this sounds great. Um, I'm not really looking at you know i a lot of times i'll I'll, i would have said oh you know way back and at a certain point in my life i would have said yeah i got a lot going on but i'm out at night that's letting you you know these are all contract offers yeah your contract offer is for you're sliding the contract across the table that says let's do drinks and then i look at it i go "Eh, i like some of this offer i like the blowjob section of this offer but I'm not going to do dinner and drinks. My I slide back the contract that's with a bunch of red pen on it that says 2 a.m. meetup. And listen, that's my right too. That's not to be insulted by, okay? You have to say, no problem. Not, not for me. I'm not out that late. Yeah. Sorry, I'm not looking for a late night meetup. I thought we got along real well. But no problem if that's what you're looking for. The, 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 the thing is... Where men, have, where men and women have to catch up to each other is not taking it personally. Men take it personally um, in a different way. They'll take it personally after you've been together and they're like, well, I'm the man and their ego's crazy. And then after that, like we had that email a couple uh, with Greg Stone where the guy, she went on the date with the guy and then she politely said, I'm not looking to go out anymore. And his ego was so affected by that that he wrote that hateful, horrible thing back. Remember? I was thinking about that more after. Like, any time I've been on a first date, whether it was a coffee or something that ended in a kiss, and I tried to reach out, and they went, hey, I'm just not feeling chemistry. Yeah. I was, like, relieved that they're just a straight shooter with me. Yeah, and but that's also, you, you're, you're not taking it personally. Yeah. You're saying, we tried. We gave it the shot. I thought differently, but whatever. It's a two. It's a two-way contract. Yeah. Um, that guy was saying, "Well, I did all the date stuff, and I'm handsome. My mom tells me that every day. How could you fucking not think so? You know that. That's where it, that it's wrong. I'm just giving the why. Like he was just his ego was affected. He maybe built this whole thing up in his mind of what he thought would happen and wanted to happen instead of going a route of being kind of super bummed out that this didn't happen. Yeah. He went the the angry Super pissed rap. off. Yeah, and that's because he he does to him it, it was it was 
well, you must not think I'm good enough. And the only way he measures himself is through the eyes of other people. Well, you're better than me. Yeah, and it's like, that's not what it is. I'm just trying to find a match. I'm not trying to, you know, you know, find anybody. So I, I think for this girl, give them the pieces and, and then be okay with what he comes back with. What he comes back with has nothing to do with you. You're good looking. You're smart. You're fun. It's going to work out. But it's owning that and then, and then saying, okay, cool. I tried, but you know, maybe next time. Podcast at gmail.com. Podcast at gmail.com. Let's do... We're also sponsored people. Oh, I love this sponsor. I love this sponsor. StockX. You know why I like it? Because it puts you in a position to find the best things for the best price. Also, get rid of some of your stuff at a good price as well. You know, it's this, you know, it's, it's, it's creating a new market. Ever wonder how to get the hottest new sneakers, the ones that barely hit shelf? And if you're a sneakerhead, as they call themselves, StockX is where you go. The answer is StockX, a revolutionary new market for buying and selling 100% authentic sneakers, streetwear, watches, and handbags. So if you're out there and you're like, I'm looking for something that's high-end, but I don't want to have to, you know, and I want to make sure I get the best price for it, StockX, you're not dealing with one store. You're dealing with the world of stores. Millions are already using StockX to find everything it sells out uh, from the latest Yeezys to every retro Jordan to the hottest new streetwear from brands like Supreme, Bape, Palace, and Kith. Even allow users to buy and sell pre-owned, excellent condition luxury handbags and watches from brands like Louis Vuitton, Chanel, Gucci, Rolex, Omega, Tudor, and more. So listen, you can. the best part of this is that StockX made it so you won't get screwed. They made it so people have to send their stuff to them and then they send it to you. So they review everything that gets sent to them. It's a great idea. Yeah, they're not, you know, pulling in some holy shoes. No, there. you're going to get the good stuff and it's going to be top notch. And it uses the same principles as the stock market to make buying and selling as safe and easy as possible. Real-time market data for intelligent buying and selling gives you access to tons of historical price data. That you can let, let you know what things used to cost and where they've gone and where they're coming from. See exactly how much an item is sold for in the past year, uh, in the past and how much it's selling for now. Best of all, StockX has removed all the risks. This is what I'm talking about. Buying and selling online is a risky endeavor. You don't know what you're getting, how you're getting, and who it's coming from. So this is total anonymity between buyer and seller. StockX is the middle in the middle, so you never have to deal with random buyer or seller again. StockX has experts who verify every item, making sure everything you buy is 100% authentic. Wow. Go to StockX.com slash JTrain. That's StockX x.com slash j train stock x.com slash j train stock x now you know so listen people you got to be done buying this stuff brand new off the shelf and getting screwed have you uh you an nba fan at all i like the nba something happened last season and it's going to happen even more this that people are wearing a different color shoe every night a different color shoe every night like kyrie irving big star he's like getting different patterns on his shoes every night lebron was wearing a different sh type of shoe yeah. every night uh, it's it's crazy what they're doing these are all on StockX. oh so they're like getting rid of that so there's someone like a Kyrie shoe was on there not the game worn but, but i'm the saying the version you know, that he wore that night all these crazy they're they're these are 
you're like, where do I get these? Yeah. Uh, they're probably super expensive. You're looking on StockX. Yeah. That's where that's, you got to go. So let's go to StockX.com slash JTrain. Go find it all there. JTrainPodcast at gmail.com. Classmates become hookup gone wrong. Okay, let's do this. Hi, J Train. I really need help with the situation going on right now. I'm sitting in class typing this because I couldn't think of a better person to ask. LOL. I'm at a big university on the West... Here we go. I'm at a big university on the West Coast. Involved in Greek life. This weekend, a guy I sit next to in one of my classes asked me to his date party. I said yes. Friday comes... We went and had a great time. I ended up staying the night at his apartment. Yes, we hooked up. And in the morning when we woke up, he was cuddling me, kissing me on the cheek, saying he had a great time. I left minding my own business. And then Saturday, he invited me back over to his apartment because he had people over. And I ended up just hanging out with him and his fraternity brothers and left no hooking up. Then Sunday we had... Yeah, that's weird. Then Sunday, we had plans to take a test for our class together. And he came over to my sorority house to take the test. Fast forward, now Tuesday, when we have class, he didn't come. This is the first time missing. This is his first time missing. Am I being crazy or is that a bad sign? I had an amazing time and asked him, but don't want things to be awkward. I haven't reached out to him, text or Snapchatted him, because I figured it was probably just a hookup. But why be awkward about it when I could be one of those psycho clingy girls and I'm just not doing that at all. Would love your help. So they had the hookup weekend. Date party hookup. Saturday hangout, no hookup. Sunday practice quiz. Then Tuesday no show class. Is this weird? Shelby? Uh, If it was a no show date, I'd say it was weird. But since it's no show class, I mean, I... Didn't go to many classes in college. Yeah, I'm with you, Shelby. I, I, but the the one thing that weirds me out is you would think he would be like, "Hey, I'm missing class today," especially since they Sunday they had that whole like they had the whole study fest. Fast forward, uh, Sunday we had plans to to take a test for our class together, and he came over to my sorority house to take the test. So he. You would think Tuesday he would have said, hey, I'm so sick today. I'm not going to make it to class. You know, whatever it was. Can you let me know what goes on in it? Or yeah, but the other thing, on the other side of that, if I'm going to argue with myself, I'd say, yeah, people miss class all the time. Like him missing. I don't think I would ever go, oh, I can't go to this class now because I'm going to have to see that bitch. Like people aren't going to put their own well-being people there's some advice people will always make themselves better off in the face of making you feel better or feel worse or not people will go through awkward if it's going to make themselves better off so if he felt like oh i gotta see this chicken class but he (laughs) he's not gonna miss class because of you does that make sense I think so. Like, if I hooked up with someone at work, I would still go to work even though it was going to be awkward because I need to fucking pay rent. And he has to go to class. It's yeah. not like this is a, a extracurricular club. This is, yeah, this is what I'm saying. So, like, the class comes before you. So I don't think he thought 
if you were going to make him feel awkward in class, that that isn't a reason for him to miss it. But here's what I would also say. This is kind of like a lesson for life. Like when you go, like this is why a lot of breakups happen before a holiday or a birthday or New Year's or Valentine's Day because people are going, well, I want to have my New Year's. I want to have my birthday, but I'm not going to not have that based with this other person that I don't want to be with anymore. So it's a similar situation. Like he's going to go to class. He's not going to not going to class or going to class because of you. So what I would do if I were her is you have to act as if you have to don't make their crazy. You're crazy. I would have sent him a text being like, did you, did you disappear? Did you, uh, did you fail out of the class already? I would make fun of the fact that he didn't show. Unless something insane happened at this study session, you could, it's a test. You're not talking that much. He could sit on the other side of the lecture yeah, hall. This it, is- yeah. He, he needs to write, she needs to write him and go, so I guess you're not going to class anymore? Make it light. Don't, you know, the way anyone, she, he could never come back to her and go, what are you watching where I am? No, I noticed you're not in class because we fucking study together. Yeah, bust his collegiate balls a bit. Yeah, what do you, don't go to class anymore? You got too much good of a, uh, also, if you took a quiz that was outside of the class, a lot of people don't go to the next class after a test or quiz because they're like, okay, it won't be, we'll be starting the subject now. Now that I think about it. So I wouldn't take this too personally, but also don't be afraid to send the text that notices but keeps it light. It's okay to notice. We all notice. Whatever you notice, the guy next to you notice, the person next to you, we're all very much alike. It's okay to notice. So you send him a text, hey, Someone's too good for the class now. And then he can't come back. If he comes back with, what do you, what do you, if he, because if you go light, they can't go heavy. Yeah. So if he came back and go, what are you tracking my every step? That's not what he's going to say. He's going to, he's going to be flattered and he's going to go, ah, I know, LOL. I missed the class tonight. Yeah. If we're, wa- if we're watching who's uh, seeing our Instagram story, we're noticing yes. who's in class or not. Podcast at gmail.com. Podcast at gmail.com. Forget the night, not your ID. Dear Jared, please help me crack this fuckboy mystery. I'm 25 and I met this 26-year-old dude on an app. Shocker, I didn't, it didn't work out. I know. We texted. This, this person sounds positive. Uh, we texted for probably a month before we made move to hang out. See... Whenever they start with, it took us a month to hang out, I always want the person to one. What you need to start asking yourself is, how long do you think day two is going to take? If it took a month for day one, what makes you think day two will be just easy pickings? You, you got to hit it off quite well on that date. Yeah, and what the month of texting does, it just shows you that he's just trying to build up trust, I think. Normally, I don't let small talk go for what feels like years, but his text held my attention, which rarely, which is a rarity nowadays. Yeah, I get it. We finally met up for drinks a few days after that. He asked to hang out on my day off. We ended up at a few different bars. The last bar we were at is pretty much where my memory goes black. Ooh, I went willing. I went willingly home. I willingly went home with him because there's no way I was driving home. Plus, we were both too. Uh, 
too drunk, attractive people. We hooked up. I remember nothing of it. In my drunken state, he somehow ended up with my ID. He texted me the next day saying he had my ID, but this was where it gets weird. He legit wouldn't give it back to me. I tried for like five days to meet up with him, even told him to leave it outside my house or at the bar right by my house. By his house, I wasn't using my ID, uh, I wasn't using my ID as a way to hang out with him at all. Yeah, I don't think you were. I'm, I'm on your side. Uh, I just saw it was a wanted it back so I could drink over the weekend. After five days, missed phone calls and endless frustrating texts between myself and this dude, I finally got my ID back. After that, he left it outside of his house because he had to leave town. My question is, if he just wanted a quick hookup, why didn't he ask? Uh, didn't he give it back and then go ghost? Why did he take it? Uh, why did he hold on to it for five days when he could have saved us both the frustration and left it outside from my house when I had originally asked? I honestly thought he was a cool guy. I spent a lot of time texting him and I didn't seem like a shithead. But all this makes me look uh, makes him look like one. Please help me make sense of this girl who forgot the ID the night uh, the night and her ID. What do you think? This is kind of weird. I feel like a lot of details in the beginning didn't really matter in the end but well the details that matter is this guy took a month to see her for whatever reasons um i think when someone i think these dating apps allow you to be lazy and guys are just naturally more lazy about dating than women are so if you're dealing with a lazy dude you're gonna get you know, laziness forever. So if it takes a month to get together, it's, it's a lot of it has to do with him going, do I want to go out? Do I want to spend the money? Do I want to spend the time? And then he fi finally, when they spend the time and money on it, he's like the most energized he could be because he only had to do it once that month. Yeah, the energy, the, de the answer could be in the details. He took a month to give you the, the date, the five days to get the ID back is well, quick. You know, well, this is the thing. If he's waiting a month to hypothetically have sex, what if the payoff for him is sex on the date? What there's no payoff for him with the ID. So you're dealing with his laziness now, the real laziness without sex motivation. That's the only like I do think there's an element of like, whoa, stay away from me. I don't want to have to go see her again. But that's like so childish at 25 and 26. I don't even relate to that. Like the idea that he didn't want to get together with her because he thought, oh, if she sees me again, she's going to want me. It doesn't really play up because the idea is so much more important. It's not a jacket. Yeah. It's not a shirt. It's not like an earring. <laughs> you know, like it's. I might need to get, uh, go to the DMV. Who knows? Yeah, you don't. You know, no one wants to have to get a new ID. Get and <laughs> pulled over. I'm oh, sorry. It's uh, this guy I hooked up with. Place. Yeah, I. I and so I don't mean to minimize what's wrong with this guy, but like it does just feel like a lazy dude who is even more lazy now because he won't get sex out of giving you back the ID. As sad as that sounds. He left it outside the place. Like she he, got it. She consider yourself lucky. You yeah, never have to deal with him again. Yeah, I, I, and, but the idea that he's like some dude that, I mean, it could have been also that he has a girlfriend. <laughs> I mean, that's the other thing. Guys who take a long time to get a, get together, everyone has time for one chick a week. 
But if I was uh, hypothetically cheating on my girlfriend, why would I hang on to another girl's ID for a Well, I wouldn't want to see, I wouldn't want the girl randomly showing up at my apartment where maybe my girlfriend would show up to. Like, or the bar near my house. Do you know what I mean? Like, I, the leaving it outside like you're leaving out stuff for the mailman is crazy to me. You couldn't meet up and be like, oh, hey, I'll be out, uh, near your neighborhood. Like, it's not that hard to get together. There's Starbucks everywhere. Yeah. And be cool. So when someone takes a month to get together, I always wonder like, okay, what else they got going on that they can't get blown? Oh, they're already getting blown. You really deciphered this. I think I broke it down. Podcast at gmail.com. Podcast at gmail.com. Shelby, what, how much time we got left? We, got, we are at the 51-minute mark. 51-minute mark. Do we have news? Oh, we do have some news. Let's do... Some news. Um, do we want to do one more email? Let's pop one more email. We'll pop, I'll give you the choice, Shelby. Can I turn a hookup into something else? How long before something, making something official? Pageant talents. Interesting. Ghost comes back. Fell for a Vegas cocktail waitress. I like ghost comes back. Ghost comes back. J train, feather, feather, feather. A couple months ago, I went on a date and it went well. We made plans for a second date, but both of us kept having to reschedule. I left the ball in his court to make a time uh, in place, and I never heard back and just figured he wasn't interested, so I moved on. Over a month later, he texts me, convo below. It was the point, uh, what is the point of him coming back to tell me he has started seeing someone else? We only went on one date, so it wasn't like either of us were invested. This guy's also 32, so I wasn't thinking he was going to have to deal with a fuckboy tendencies, but it seems fuckboys come at all ages. Some friends and I think he wants to seem like the good guy and keep me on the back burner in case things don't work out with the other girl. Some other things that he isn't, uh, some others think that he isn't dating anyone and wanted to follow up. What do you think for the guy's perspective? So this is the text. So a couple months ago, when they went on one date. They tried to make a second, kept rescheduling, left ball on his court, never heard back, and just figured he wasn't interested and moved on. Over a month later, he texts this convo. Her name, her, he writes her name. I can give her first name. Right? Yeah, I don't think if, if it adds to it. <laughs> he write, uh, Yeah, well, okay. He writes, you! She writes, well, hey there, stranger. How goes it? He writes. Pretty good. Just keeping on being my fab self. How about you? I like that response. Pretty good. Just keeping on being my fab self. How about you? That looks better than it reads. Then he writes, oh, well, of course. Ha ha. I wouldn't expect anything else. LOL. A lot of laughs in that first. He That's is it. hilarious. He's laughing. Hila Can you imagine actually speaking that way? Oh, well, of course. <laughs> I wouldn't expect anything else. <laughs> you sound like a crazy person. Then he writes, I'm good. I'm reading these exactly for the listeners at home, okay? Multiple O's and that good. I'm good. Same old thing. I'm not being... I'll tell you when I take creative license, if you're listening at home. He wrote thang. This isn't an I-I-I situation. Yeah, no, no. We are, we are in America. Okay, let me read his... So let me go. So he writes, how goes it? 
She writes, pretty good. Just keeping on being my fab self. How about you? Oh, well, of course. Ha ha. I wouldn't expect anything less. LOL. I'm good. Same old thing. I just want to say I didn't ghost you or anything because I started seeing someone. So, yeah, you're super awesome, though. I just wanted to tell you that. That's weird. That's weird. And then she writes, okay, yeah, you didn't really need to come back to tell me that after us not talking for uh, the last couple weeks. I kind of figured. And then he writes, yeah, I know, my bad. Just felt like I should tell you. Then she writes, you didn't need to text me and actually don't need, don't see the point of why you did, maybe because you felt guilty. I was over it when I felt that you didn't care, ghosted. You seemed like a great guy, but I did, uh, did just only meet you once. Best of luck. So it's almost like the nice version of the guy that got mad at the girl for not doing the second date. Yeah. Like he thinks very highly of himself. Like, oh, man, that girl's probably still devastated. Yeah. I, <laughs> I, these texts, it's crazy he sent this text. It's crazy. That's like getting out of a burning building <laughs> and then running back into the burning building to go, I'm okay. Yeah. <laughs> Is that right? Like, I don't know. It's, it's, it's insanity. Restarting the fire. Yeah. Like, we can put this out again. We can put it out again. Yeah. You, you left a burning building. You put out the fire. Then you came back in with a match and go, and then threw it on the floor again. Buddy, we just had uh, some light singeing on the walls. Now there's structural damage. <laughs> yeah. Why are you doing this? You had some smoke damage and now you're coming in to fucking finish the job. Here's why. There's a bunch of reasons I could think of him doing this. Here's why I think he did it. And I know this is going to sound really cynical. I think that this guy was seeing someone else when you went on the date. And he's, he's right now trying to make sure that he doesn't get in trouble for seeing someone else. So this is how insane he is, okay? He thinks so highly of himself that he thinks that you're going to be texting him at some point when his phone is on the bureau that his girlfriend could see and he wants to make sure that he cleans this up so that he can move on with his girlfriend who was just a hookup and then they just got official. I know I've taken a lot of steps here, but this is the only thing I can think of because guys only send texts like this that are like insanity when they're trying to clean up. They're trying to clean up a murder scene. This is like, this is to me, this is the texting equivalent of like going and burying the body somewhere. He's buying acid and lie. Yeah. Dissolve this thing. <laughs> exactly. So, because we can't let other people's craziness become our own. You can't let, because I do this once a day. I call someone, I go, Am I crazy? Am I the crazy one? I'm constantly thinking it. And, what these crazy people do, the reason they're crazy is that they're not, they're putting their crazy on us. So like, I understand why she went to a bunch of friends and was like, what's going on with this tech? Why would he bring me back? I'll, I don't need to hear that he chose because he had, think of it from her side, from her angle, she's over it. She's like, okay, douchebag didn't want to keep going. That's fine. Not for me, not the match. She's rationalized it. Then he has to come back and go, and I found someone better than you. And it's like, fuck off. You're going to make me feel bad twice? I'm with her. This is annoying. And he's making his problem your problem. He's trying to clean up this murder by making you an accomplice when you didn't even know you were a part of a fucking murder. 
That's kind of a different way of taking my analogy, but it makes sense to me. I think we all get it. Podcast at gmail.com. Podcast at gmail.com. Shelby, let's do some news. Go follow Shelby at Classic Shelb on Instagram, Snapchat, Twitter. Go follow him. Go support him. Let's do it. You're uh, hitting up a ton of tailgates lately. A lot of tailgating uh, every week. How low will you go? Going to be at Penn State. Or I will have already been at Penn State. Going to be in Miami this week. Going to Miami. Going to be at the Miami-Florida State game. And then after that, where am I? Where am I going to be if you guys want to come? And listen, if you're at any of these schools, we tape all day, the day of the game. Um, come and see one of the challenges. You can be in the crowd and because it helps me because we want energy in the crowd. So if you're a fan, I make fun of people. All the things that I make fun of people for, they, they rarely make the last cut because it's such a quick video. But um, I'll be at uh, Miami, then Baylor, Texas, at Texas and Austin, then Minnesota, Nebraska, then Florida, Georgia, all across this great nation. So what's going on? Have you uh, seen any beer funnels, any beer bongs? We had a guy funnel duck sauce on how low will you go? Well, how old was this gentleman? It was, you know, 20s. Well, a video at Southeastern Missouri State University. Oh, also known as Simo. Simo, kind of a mouthful. Yeah, went viral when the university president, Dr. Carlos Vargas, was caught on video, like he's a doctor, like he's doing surgery, hitting yeah. a beer bong at a tailgate. That's great. So he took a beer bong at a tailgate. We're gonna there play is the video. Some video here. Okay. I love it. He looks like he'd be like. <laughs> <laughs> I love that one dude. That's my university. Yeah! Look at one fucking frat guy. This is what we come for. Very apropos, this was posted on Snapchat with the little bar title, yeah. President of SEMO. Okay. Good for him. He was forced to apologize, however. Why? Said he is not proud of what he did since a beer funnel is related to binge drinking. No, yeah. I, 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 a beer funnel is related to binge drinking when it's not used correctly. When you, you, so is a beer. A beer is related to binge drinking. Sipping a beer is related to binge drinking. Did someone get mad at him? Was there a group? Like, was it like, I could understand like mad, like mothers against drunk driving, like them getting mad. But like, here's the thing. We, I, 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 what bothers me about this is like, it's like the family that never lets their kid go on dates until they're 45 or the family that doesn't let the kid touch a beer and treats beer as if it, it makes people want it more. Why aren't we encouraging people to do one beer bong and then go, Hey, you're done after one. The real issue isn't this. Like the real issue. And I see it. I've talked about it on this podcast before. It is very, uh, the drinking at these colleges is like wild. It's on, uh, and we're all trying to keep up with a YouTube video that we saw somewhere else. So we're all trying to keep up with this internet version of what college should be. And that's why people get hurt because it's never, you, you got to go bigger, stronger, faster. Why don't we just show people like you can have a beer bong and then go to the game and be a nice person. 
Yeah, he says like Ben's drinking, which I agree to that put, the drinking problems. But I think if you had like a drinking problem, it's the when you get to the beer bong, it's because you had a lapse and had a couple drinks. You're not just diving in first with yeah, the beer bong. I, I, you know, there's a set, and the other thing is, um, that's true. You don't just like start with a beer bong and then go, and go on with your day off the high dive. Yeah, I. I I guess my, I'm not defending what he did. Like, I don't want to be the guy that goes, that's my university. But I also don't think there's a need to apologize for it. Like, ah, would he, next time he might just give a wave or, you know, like what would, like, let's say someone threw him a beer and he caught it and then drank a sip from it. Would that be encouraging binge drinking? This is the thing. Like, I, I don't know what the right or wrong answer is, but. Was there anyone that was mad or he just came out on his own and was like, yeah, that's not a good look for me? It I guess went, that's okay. It, I, now I'm reversing my position. Like, I don't mind the apology. I mind, I want to know who the person is. I hope there's no one out there going, fire this man. The, it, they think they had to put something out because it went the SEMO uh, version of viral with 190,000 views after <laughs> that's reposted. That's big for SEMO. I never even heard of that school until now. So, yeah, I... I don't know. I'm not mad at him for apologizing. I'm more like we live in this world where we're always just worried about getting fired for making small mistakes. This is a mistake. <laughs> but this is, this is why this podcast exists. We're trying to live in the middle a little bit. And I do agree. This isn't a good look for the president of the university. But I do, But for someone to be like, we should fire him. This is the thing. We're all. I'll repeat what I talked about. Uh, on coffee with J train, but someone asked me to give to help promote their cause. And now I'm in a position of promote the, and, and they want me to do it quick. So now I'm in the position of promote the cause or we have a DM of you saying you don't want to help the cause and you are now evil. And it's like, you've put me in a horrible position where like we're saying no to it is because now with like, because we can all look like heroes, you know, you buy Tom. So now you're helping someone buy shoes. Maybe you bought them because they were they were popular and they look good on you, not because you wanted to help someone. Like let's not look, let's not think we're all heroes here. So that's the problem is that this guy has to come out with an apology first. He could have looked at that video and been like, "Ugh, shouldn't have done that," and we all could have moved on with our lives. Yeah. But he is so afraid of someone going, have him fired, binge drinking, all stuff you can't disagree with, binge drinking, college drinking. You know, drunk Under, driving, underage. And everyone, underage, and it's like, and everyone can go. Everyone just steps away because we don't want to be on the side of bad. It's an interesting. It's an interesting time. Poor Carlos. Poor Carlos. Are you a fan of the rapper Lil Xan? I don't know who Lil Xan is. What? <laughs> What's their biggest song? His biggest. Uh, well, he's kind of gotten. More popular for his whole look is he's you, got face is, tattoos. He's one of the big. Him and his crew are big on face tats. Is that a new thing? Is this all happening? Is this face tat thing going to take off? Seems it's taken off in the past year. I'm going to drop something on you that seems like it's out of like a deleted scene from that like pop star yeah movie. There's a guy and his crew. His name is Lil Zan. Another guy and his crew. Called Zan Frank. Oh my God. Now he. Really? There's a Zan Frank? He's called this. And people were upset that Bieber took a picture outside of the Anne Frank house. Remember when that happened? Let me pull And some. now there's Zan Frank? 
he that's uh, let me pull something up. You're shocked at the name. Lil Zan, Zan Frank. You're shocked at the name, but they didn't just name him that. Is there a Zan Halen? He has a tattoo on his face of an of Anne Frank. He has a tattoo on his face of Anne Frank. Does he Frank. consider it an homage? Is the guy Jewish? He is African American and he got it like accidentally. Like he I, thought I, it was I, something I, else. <laughs> that's a bad act. I don't know how you would get that accidentally. Here's what's gonna bother me is that I'll board a flight where I got to go walk to coach and I'll walk by Zan Frank in first class popping champagne. Well, our friend Lil Zan, he... Uh, this is Lil Zan, not Zan Halen. He's the, he's the more popular Not Zan one. Wilder. No. <laughs> okay. No, he, uh, his name uh, is not Lil Zan. Not Zan Morrison. <laughs> okay. I did a little research on him. You'd think, oh, he's popping Xanax uh, left and right. He actually stopped after another rapper kind of overdosed, but he kept the name Lil Xan. Oh, in, so it's an homage to Xanax. Yeah. <laughs> Lil Xan. <laughs> so he's a, he's a sober Xan. I, watched, I did some extensive research on Lil Xan before we get to why he's in the news. And there's a video of him, like they're profiling his day-to-day life. And he's sitting in the back of a car, just like it's documentary style, telling people why he doesn't take Xanax anymore and why they shouldn't. He's a hero. And as he's doing this, he's mixing codeine in a bottle of Sprite to make scissor. Oh, God. What? The, the music better be fucking good. I need to see the, the hear this guy's music. Well, Lil Xanathan is <laughs> in the news because yeah. right before the start of the 21-year-old rapper's big tour, he had to go to the hospital for eating too many Flamin' Hot Cheetos. So he's a pussy, too? Well, He couldn't he, even he, handle the heat of Flaming Hot. What happened to him? How do you eat too much? Was the shit green? Well, uh, he, his, uh, his shit was not green. Mouth was not too hot. He actually ate so many, it ripped something in his stomach, and he was puking up blood. Oh, my God. So uh, This is not a good day for the Cheeto company. Word of warning for all you Cheeto heads out you're, there. You're f- for all those Flaming Hot Cheeto people, how many was he eating? Easy on the dosage. Yeah. And, like, is there a point where you're eating those to be cool because Flaming Hot Cheetos is, like, a thing? It's a thing in certain communities, I understand. <laughs> play his music. Does he have a... What's his biggest song? We can play some Lil Xan here. What if it's the best music I've ever heard? What if I become the biggest Lil Xan fan ever right now? What if I What if I start tattoo face? This is the end of my life. Cancel <laughs> trips to colleges. <laughs> yeah. I gotta go. I gotta go follow Lil Xan on the road. And Xan Frank. He is dating... Um, Miley Cyrus's sister. All, well, everybody's connected. Yeah. This is uh, Lil Xan Betrayed. If- How many views on YouTube? It's pretty good so far. Okay, we got ramen in the... In the Big lead up by Xan. A lot of lead. A lot of lead. This isn't leaving. Anne Frank would say, hurry up. Yeah. Hey, hey, hey. Pop the trunk, I open 
Pulling up, I saw my soul a good price out of sight. You might hold got talent, right? Whole squad ran, do that shit, yay. Say, I'm a business Yo, man. Yo, so pause man. this. So, Julio Gallerati, he's been on this podcast before. Yep. Funny comic. Uh, he, fat baby. Fat so. baby. A fat baby fame. He's, uh, all of you go look up Julio Gallerati. He has a character that he does that sounds as good as this guy. Go to Julio's, Julio Gallerati's so funny. I got to find his Instagram so I can plug him a little bit. But um, he has a character called Lil... Something that is a, that is a spoof of where it's a, it's a rapper he has. Look up the Julio Garrardi rapper. Do you find it? It's a rapper he does that's a spoof of rappers like this where they don't make any sense, and it sounds just as good as this guy. And it's like that's how easy it is to make this fucking music. Do you have it? Here it is. So he, what is it called? His guy is named L-Y-B. L-Y-B? Lil Young Big. Lil Young Big. Lil Young Big. And it's supposed to be a similar... Type. Now listen, to the, this, is the, this is the spoof version. Look. Yeah. <laughs> like I was saying, man, I cracked my sister around for a bone. <laughs> what you call it? So all of you go show. look up Lil Young my Big and compare it... <laughs> Oh shit, man, we're about to start this shit. <laughs> you compare it to Lil Xan. <laughs> yeah. They're the same fucking thing to me. And Frank would like this. He's just saying unlegible. Un- you can't understand a word he says, just like the other guy. It's the same thing, and he's doing a spoof. That actually would be a good video. Let us let us like go on the street, play you one version of this. Is this the comedian is or it, yeah? The real? Is this the guy who has millions of dollars? Or the dude that's just fucking with it. Hilarious. Shelby, thank you for bringing the news. Thanks for having me. At Classic Shelb on Twitter and Instagram. Go follow. Go support. I'm Jared Freed. We're here every uh, Tuesday and Friday. Keep telling your friends. This was a lot of fun to do an alone episode. Uh, really enjoyed it. Shelby, great stuff today. We did it. Bringing the lights down in the middle of the day. We, uh, we got sexy. Um, I'm Jared Freed at Jared Freed on Instagram. Um, go follow and also Chicago. Come on out. October 7th through 10th. We're doing stand up and one live podcast. Monday night's the live podcast. All the rest are stand up. So coming out zanies. Um, we'll be back next episode. Boom. <laughs>